quickly. Talkity talk, 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 talk. I don't know. I don't think we're. Am I loud? You're good. I'm going to turn turn you up a little bit. (laughs) You can turn your headphone down if you want so that it's not so loud in your own ear. It's very loud. Oh, wrong way. There we go. Actually, you're surprisingly loud on here. I am? No, she is. I am. Yeah. I should be. That squeaky voice. (laughs) You need some oil in there. Okay. I think we're good to go. So I'm going to start. Sorry. Here, let me start recording. And three, two, one, we're live. <laughs> All right, so Mark and Chad with I Don't Know. Uh, we have a guest today. Um, she's inspiring. She's beautiful. I'm she's sorry, what are we doing? We have a guest. What's our podcast called again? I Want to Know. I Want to Know. I Want to Not Know. Not I Don't Know. Did I say I Don't Know? I Don't Know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I did. But if I did, I apologize. I Want to Know. So we want to know about Ricky. No. <laughs> Jordana uh, DeBetz. Uh, mom, uh, she's inspiring. She's beautiful. She's a hard worker. What else can we say about Jordana? Object of numerous suitors' affections. <laughs> Including we, yourself. We, we said we weren't <laughs> going to talk about that. Right. Yeah. Well, so we, we could talk about that. We're just not going to name names. We, we will name names on the Patreon account. There you go. <laughs> we got to start a Patreon we are account not now. A, we are not above bribery. <laughs> I uh, I can't, can't remember who I was listening to. I think it was Chris Chris Ketcher, Kretcher, um, that has a Patreon account, and he does all this bonus gear on there. So if you do subscribe, you get a bunch of bonus gear. That's the thing, but I think you have to be like a legitimate loser to be interested in the stuff that they're offering. I don't know. It's never, I always see stuff that's really stupid, like, Hey, watch me brush my teeth if you're on my Patreon account. It's like, I know I'm good, thanks. Or watch the extended video of my three-hour podcast, which will now be 12 if you pay for Patreon. Wow. Yeah, there's a reason they edit things, so yeah. I, I'm not, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. Maybe we can come up with something very cool to show about uh, Jordana. Patreon is really just stalker, I think, <laughs> is what it comes down to. Okay. I'm not above brushing my teeth. <laughs> if there's a little bit of cash there's involved, a little bit of money in it? you're, oh, you're yeah. going to do it. For money. <laughs> they obviously didn't give you a good enough raise when you got your new no. position. No. no, it's temporary, so. Oh, that's no fun. No. All right, so we wanted to ask Jordana a bunch of questions. So we talked about this a little bit earlier <laughs> beforehand, but maybe some of your history, your health history. That's what I'd like to hear. My health history. Okay. Um, so I would say when I turned... Uh, 30. I'm 33 right now. So when I turned 30, I developed epilepsy just out of the blue. Um, and I started having about five seizures a day. Um, it got to the point where I couldn't even really leave my house without having a seizure. And, um, yeah. Where were you physically? Like what kind of shape were you in? What were you doing? Yeah. So physically I was probably in the worst shape of my life. I was well over 250 pounds. I was... Um, You're about five foot seven? Uh, about five eight. Five eight? Yeah. <laughs> Give me Some that inch. Some girls still get uh, <laughs> a pretty bent out of shape when you call them shorter than they are. Women, yeah. really, I find it's the other way. Men, men, you can't underestimate their height. Women, you can't overestimate their I height. I've noticed quite a bit women get upset when you call them shorter than they are, too. Really? Yeah, yeah. See, normally I find with women, they're always saying that they're shorter than they actually yeah. are. 
Yeah, well, we got one here that was upset that I yep. called her 5'7". So. I like to be tall. But she's a monster now, right? <laughs> Bodybuilder. Yep. Oh, not so, not quite yet. <laughs> okay. Not quite yet. We'll see. Um, yeah. So, yeah, over 250 pounds and living a sedentary lifestyle, eating a lot of fast food, processed foods, sugars, um, things like that. And then your brain just said, that's it, I'm done. Yeah, my body just basically said, I'm done with this. I'm done with life. So So what was the first step after that? First or step. What, what made you want to make a change? Living a life where I basically had no life. I was um, at the point where I couldn't work. I couldn't leave my house. I couldn't care for my child. I couldn't really do anything anymore. So um, I decided I was going to make a change for myself, and I changed my diet completely. I um, took, out, took out all processed foods, sugars, carbohydrates, and came onto a ketogenic diet, and I immediately noticed a difference. I went from having five seizures a day down to maybe, I would say, one every two weeks, and then it progressively got lower and lower. I mean, I was still had to take seizure medication, but my doctors were surprised at the amount I had to take was a lot lower than someone with my condition would normally have to take. Yeah. And now I'm at the point where I haven't had one since October. Nice. And so we're in on six June. months? Yeah. Nine, seven months now. Seven months. Yeah. So with the, the ketogenic diet and the, uh, the exercise, was it an easy transition? Not at all. No? <laughs> no, not at all. I was like, I'm going to do this, and then I would have pizza. And then a couple hours later, I'd be on the floor like a fish, flopping around. Nice. Yeah. So I knew it, what, it did correlate with the food. What I was eating was affecting my body immediately. And yeah, so it only took me a few times to do that. And, and then I just stuck with it. Said enough's enough. I'm enough's enough. Anything. Yeah. And so what was your transformation like? Because I know when I met you, you said you were nearly 100 pounds lighter. Yeah. So I went from probably well over 250 to I went my lowest was 137 pounds. Wow. Yeah. So 140 pounds down. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Within a little over a year. Wow. Yeah. What exercise did you do? At that time, none. I wasn't able to. All diet? All diet. All diet, yeah. I wasn't able to exercise um, just from my condition. They didn't want me outside. They didn't want me in a gym. They didn't want me doing anything that would put extra strain on my body, on my heart, on my anything. Just so. in case you had a seizure. Exactly. So when did you start exercising then? I started exercising when the seizures went down to about once a month, once every two weeks to once a month. Mm -hmm. Then I took up um, more weightlifting and a little bit of cardio. I hate cardio, so a little bit of cardio, as you know. And then, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And now where are you? Now no we're seizure in six months? Six months. I'm back up to about 155 pounds. And that's much easier to maintain? It is. It's probably my, I mean, it's probably my optimal weight, I would say. Yeah. 130 was a little, a little low. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of sickly looking, but yeah. Cool. And you got lots of energy on the keto diet? Tons of energy. Yeah. Brain function, everything. Oh, yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And we were talking earlier about um, as a youth, you were diagnosed with depression at yes. age nine, nine. and nine they put you old. on SSRIs at age 13. I was on SSRIs and then by the time I was about 15 or 16, I was on two or three different types of SSRIs at the same time. So I couldn't finish high school because of the different medication concoctions that they had me on. Mm. Yeah. And so how did you feel when you were on them better than you did when you weren't? I think I just didn't feel anymore. Because they were such heavy medications. You just, you no longer feel anything. And I guess at some points, not feeling anything is better than feeling something. That doesn't feel good. So I was okay with that. Yeah. But I couldn't function. I couldn't really live my life. And it wasn't the life to live. Yeah. Yeah. Especially at that young of an age. So you're now in the medical profession. So if you didn't do high school when you were 15... Mm-hmm. What would you do? I had to go back to school after I had my daughter. Um, so when she was born, I went back to school and I did my upgrading and I did my medical lab program. Very cool. Yeah, I and did you, that. And what part of medicine did you go into? Lab. Lab. <laughs> <laughs> so what's lab mean? What's lab? Uh, like, um, so blood, things like that. Yeah. So extracting, the testing. Extracting, testing, diagnostics area. Very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just moved into a management position in that area. Uh, yeah, I've been in a management position for four years, and now I've just been moved kind of out of the more diagnostic area, and I'm moving into more of like a scheduling, working with people, like the actual staff, frontline workers. How do you like that area. as opposed to being in the lab? I haven't started yet, so I'll let you know. Oh, I thought you were... I start June 2nd. Nice. Yeah. Cool, so cool. kind of gearing down my lab and getting them ready for me to leave because I won't be there anymore. Cool, cool. Yeah. So we were discussing earlier uh, before you got here, uh, my wife's a holistic nutritionist and she works in the supplement industry. It's before I got here, I'm assuming. Before you got here. Because I'm the late one. Here. You were yeah. the late I'm one late, today. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we were talking about vitamin B3, niacin. And uh, when you take niacin, if you take too much of it or a, a large dose of it, you get a niacin flush, which is just this, it's like all the capillaries on your body open up and everything just kind of feels like a hot, embarrassing type flush on your body. Except for people who are schizophrenic, supposedly, that they don't, <laughs> they, they don't, they don't get the niacin flush like other people do. And so we were uh, thinking Taking that bets. maybe we we're going to do it. <laughs> we should all take two or three or four um, uh, B3s and just wait and see. I know I get nice and flushes. It's 100%. I used mm-hmm. to get it with Alpha Brain. If I take it, I would take two and I would get a little nice and flush. And so I'm not yeah. schizophrenic for sure. We need to have a party, I think. Let's get a few people together and, uh, and see how take that goes. And see I, who uh, gets the flush and who doesn't. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I so. think it's going to be one of the things you look at in hindsight and go, yeah, that totally makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that too. And I kind of didn't want to tell everybody what we're doing. Maybe we tell them like uh, this. Here, just take some pills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's. I yeah, think we I, have numerous friends that would just be okay, be like with, okay doing with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, I think they're probably right. Yeah. yeah. 
So, yeah, I, I don't know if it's true or not. I haven't heard anyone else talk about it other than my wife, and I don't know that. I, there might be a rumor she heard or something like that, but uh, be cool. Oh, kind of like if your hand, if they're palming your hand is bigger than your face, then you have cancer, <laughs> and then you punch them in the face with their own hand. Well, the funny part of all this, my wife told me that, and I was when I was on a, a supplement with high vitamin uh, B3, the niacin, I was getting flushes, so I'd phone her concerned, like, hey, this is what I'm feeling. Am I having a heart attack? Like, what's going on? And she's like, oh, good. Yeah, and so uh, <laughs> I don't think she said good. She told me what was going on, and I was like, oh, well, does that happen to you? And she's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> she tried the, the supplement and didn't get the niacin flush, so I was like, Oh, that sort of... And she's the one that told you? She was the one that told me. That was a creative way to come out to you with that. (laughs) Maybe, right? It wasn't during Mental Health Week, so I I don't know if it's true or not. Mm, Just putting a a, a swerve on that for you. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So have you ever had a... Well, you don't... You were saying with your metabolic state, you don't don't absorb nutrients, you don't absorb vitamins at all. So we'd be curious to see if you took a heavy dose of vitamin... Uh, B3, whether you got the, the flush or not. Yeah, or if I'm schizophrenic. You Who could, knows, you right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next week she could be our guest as well and it'd just be a different person. Yeah, I don't know. Is it one of those things where there's a, um, is there like a range or uh, not a range, but uh, what do they say with autism? It's a spectrum. Is there a spectrum for uh, schizophrenia? I have no idea. You're on the, the, the I, schizophrenia uh, spectrum? I've only met one lady that we think was schizophrenic. We don't even know. And then I met, um, so she was like a friend of my aunt's and she was a little bit different for sure. <laughs> she used to <laughs> yell at stuff inside of her purse and stab it. I don't know if that's schizophrenia or not. And I'm not trying to make fun of them. Just she had some issues and she was uh, a little bit weird. And we thought that there was multiple personality or schizophrenia or something. And then I worked as a security guard in Vancouver's Chinatown patrolling the streets when they shut down all the mental institutions. So they took a bunch of people that they thought were like, well, if you stay on your medication, you could totally live out in the, the, the public and, and be fine. But the problem with people with mental illness is that they're not always thinking about taking their their medicine. And so all of a sudden, the homeless rate in Vancouver skyrocketed because there's... Uh, oh, Mark's messing with the oh, don't mind audio. <laughs> that skyrocketed because there's all these people that came out of um, uh, mental institutions or mental health institutions and uh, couldn't cope on their own. So I dealt with a lot of these people on the street. I met a guy, thought he was the devil. He introduced himself, shook my hand, and said, have a good day. <laughs> have a good day. <laughs> Off he went. Uh, just being the devil that day. He's like, hi, I'm the devil. I'm like, hi, I'm Chad. Have a good day. <laughs> your uh, your example's funny. I actually knew uh, someone who my friend's aunt was schizophrenic, like mm-hmm. full-blown diagnosed. So not your, not my not my aunt's friend. but um, And she was totally normal for the most part just kind of a miserable person in general but would do weird stuff like she'd disappear and then i'd be like what are you up to oh uh my whole family's combing an area that my aunt disappeared in to see if she's hiding or dead <laughs> why is that funny it probably isn't right i don't know yeah, <laughs> yeah. i, I funny, not funny funny is not always humorous funny it's yeah uncomfortable it's, funny it's how do you react to funny like odd that's kind of yeah. odd yeah that's probably inappropriate to laugh at that um, I don't know. I guess it kind of breaks down to like, what's the root of humor, right? Yeah. 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 I find, uh, I remember 
I think I was in grade eight or nine, and me and a friend were walking back to his place in Surrey, BC, and there's a very busy intersection of 152nd and 88th Street in, in Surrey. And we were standing on the corner getting ready for um, our light to change so that we could cross as pedestrians, and uh, there was a massive head-on collision, like, 20 feet in front of us um and i mean it's bodies and glass and parts everywhere and we were sitting there giggling on the side of the road like no other uh i have no explanation for it like actually a friend of mine was a um first responder for ambulance or fire ambulance one of the two and uh he was massively massively overweight and he was saying that's just coping mechanisms as some people literally some people will just see the most gross thing in the world and they laugh it's just a natural response yeah. and then other people they eat they'll like they'll just they'll get their complete emotional turn off and as soon as they're done they just start eating food hmm. so yeah interesting responses to trauma i guess so i'm not psychotic then i'm a laugher yeah yeah when yeah. it's something that's crazy or traumatic i'll start laughing I watched a guy get dummied um, in, outside of a bar. So the, the story was they, uh, they got kicked out of the bar, these two little skinny guys, and there was this massive black bouncer at the bar, and they're yelling at him and poking him and, and trying to get back in the bar, getting all mad. And one of these little skinny rocker kids punches him from behind, and then the black guy turns around and, like, pretty ticked off. So the little white kid takes off running, and uh, he makes it about 20 feet. And I thought, oh, good. He's going to totally outrun this, this big guy. No problem. And he stops to turn around to fight. And this guy hit him so hard. His feet came off the ground. The back of his head hit the ground. And I burst out laughing like it was the funniest thing I've seen. Well, the scenario in that definitely changed it to some degree. <laughs> like when someone's asking for it. I think there's a reason why those like uh, karma videos are so popular on the internet. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the girl that I was with was so mad at me. She's like, why do you think that's funny? I'm like, I don't know. It just is. <laughs> okay, but you don't have the right to tell me about my emotions. I should have. <laughs> I didn't yeah, know that uh, I had the right to tell yeah. a girl not to tell me about my emotions. Well, that's the scary thing is like there isn't just because we're all human beings, one person hitting you and somebody else hitting you can be completely different things. Mm-hmm. Um, even when it comes to being hit. We were just actually last night we were talking um, we were doing a, a conditioning class at uh, Mutai yesterday, and afterwards I was like, this is a pretty good class, but I'm, I, I would like to get some conditioning in and literally walked around the gym afterwards asking anyone if they would be willing to just essentially hit me. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone turned me down, even walked up to the coach. I'm like, would you mind just like throwing some punches just so I can work on my, my core conditioning? He was like, I'm sorry, I got to get home. He's like, uh, it's, it's, the, it's, uh, it's the long weekend. I'm like, oh, I guess it's a good point. And I'm planning to go to the bar with a friend tonight. So maybe I can find someone there that's willing to do some conditioning with me. He's <laughs> like, yeah, um, just a heads up. If you're looking for a fight, I wouldn't start it with hit me as hard as you can while I stand here and take it. Because most yeah. people are not going to fight you after that happens. Right, right. <laughs> There's uh, that league. Uh, I don't even know what it's called. It's a slapping league. So two guys stand Oh, um, soccer. No. <laughs> Good. Um, there's two guys standing across the table like this, and one guy just puts his hand on the table, and the other guy lines up and just open hand smacks him in the face. And then the other guy gets a turn to do it back to the original guy, and they just see who can take the biggest slap. Can we do that right now? Uh, <laughs> the problem with that is um, there's a slap, like, you know, slap a bitch, right? But. Like, if you get back to the old-school bare-knuckle boxing, mm-hmm. that was literally slap fighting. It's yeah. palm palm strikes that 100%. they go with. So 
Yeah, if you hit someone with your fingers, then that's going to sting. If you hit someone with the palm of your hand and you know what you're doing, you are you might as well just punch them in the face. That's right. They're going to sleep. And yeah. that's what's happening in a bunch of these videos. You see these like 400-pound trucker-type guys, biker-type guys standing toe-to-toe over top of a table, and one guy smacks the other guy, and you just see him just a... Makes you wonder <laughs> if they know what they're doing, too. Like one of the guys, it's just accidental that they got a palm strike out of it, or if it was on no, purpose, right? Yeah, you, you can see. Um, I remember watching old videos of Muhammad Ali and uh, with the they would make him wear the big I think they were wearing 12 or 14 ounce gloves back then but uh, he would hit with the inside of the hand with the the palm more times than not um, when he was striking with these guys and it's just a harder surface to hit with and oh, absolutely Mike Tyson did the same thing I think all the greats figured it out and yep. knock guys out with a bone in their hands instead of the bone on the back of their hands oh it's like the heart much harder bone to probably the hardest bone to break in a in a strike mm. that you possibly can throw with your hands because all your fingers are just yeah they're they're not they're not lasting no no sorry back on topic (laughs) i don't even know where this topic was we're gonna give jordana b3 to see if she's schizophrenic yeah you've been tested for that i'm not schizophrenic (laughs) (laughs) are you sure positive yes What else were we talking about before uh, Mark got here? We kind of did the whole podcast sitting on the couches. We did. Yeah, yeah. we were talking about uh, marijuana and different drugs that they're going to legalize and try for medicinal reasons. Oh, that's right. bad. That's bad? Pot's bad, yeah. <laughs> Pot's bad for who? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I hear yeah. it's a gateway to AIDS. <laughs> No, I don't think it's a gateway to no. AIDS. I think uh, I think that we don't know enough about it to say what it is and what it isn't. Um, but down in the states, I heard that they were legalizing um, psilocybin and LSD for testing in uh, the medical field. Um, and I think the MT is coming up, so there's a few states that are doing that as well. Ketamine as has been a really big one. That is with the other traumatic. One. Uh, no, sorry, not traumatic. Post-traumatic stress. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there was those two bodybuilders that uh, had gone on ketamine. Um, it's great for coming off of um, harder drugs like heroin and, and crack and that as well. That's not surprising. Having people go on the synthetic versions really just is kind of a ridiculous thought if you yeah. think about that. What's, is it cadmium? No. What's the, the stuff they go on when they're trying to get off heroin? Oh, um, geez, I'm just going to draw a blank on that one. I need to go watch uh, some old Sid and Nancy videos there. Um Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, when I was security guard in Vancouver's Chinatown, they used to inject them when they were overdosing, and that was that's the same stuff, right? Oh no, that's a different thing. Okay, what's yeah. that? Um, it just takes the 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 heroin other system instantly. Yeah, I, I can't even think how that is. Yeah, um, the first one is uh, a synthetic heroin. Essentially, they just control the dosage. That's mm. kind of like Nicorette or something for heroin. Mm, wean them off. Yeah, um, methadone is methadone, what that's called. Yeah, it. and then um, the one that they give you when you're overdosing is something completely different. I can't remember what that's called, though. Yeah, it starts with a C, I think. Candy. Candy. Give you candy. No, I don't think that's. Have it. some candy. Let me look it up. You guys can keep talking. Uh, yeah. So where were we? We should talk to Jordana because you take CBD oil. I do. With no THC. With no THC, yeah. So, and I find, like, I don't take it on a daily basis. I'll take it right after a seizure just to kind of help with the uh, side effects of the seizure, the muscle aches and pains and the... Why don't you, what's, uh, can you describe what a seizure is? 
what is a seizure? Yeah, or just what is to, it? you know, uh, like, like, yeah, um, the, why are there muscle pains that you have to deal with afterwards? So for me, usually what will happen is I'll know I'm having one. I'll start to feel really unwell. Um, my arm will start to go numb and then I'll usually fall to the floor and all my muscles will tighten up from what I'm told. Uh, yeah. And that's where the, uh, the, the relief from the CD comes yeah, from. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, and then usually if you've have a, if you've had a seizure, the uh, likelihood of you having another one right away it increases. So taking some CBD oil right after can actually lower those chances of having another seizure because all your muscles are relaxed. Everything's kind of relaxed again. doesn't work as preventative medicine? It can. I haven't noticed that it works really well for me, and I find it makes me very tired, so I don't take it on a daily basis because okay. I have to be pretty on the ball at work. Yeah. Yeah. So what, um, what triggers the seizures? Um, for me, what has triggered my seizures is food, definitely alcohol, lack of sleep, extra stress. Um, those are my huge triggers. I would say sometimes lights will do it, but if it would, it would have to be on top of having stress or on top of having lack of sleep or poor diet. So you're talking like flashing lights, like video games, movies, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. If I'm at a concert, flashing lights. Yeah. Wow. Things like that. Hey, mom always said when they played video games, if you keep that up, you're going to have a seizure. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out it's not true for me, though. No. No. Apparently not. <laughs> so you, you, when you have a seizure, you kind of feel it coming on, but you don't remember any of it? Nothing. Wow. No, no idea. And it takes me a little while to know what's going on where I am. Very kind of out of it for quite a while afterwards. You're sure you're just not a blackout drinker? I might be. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting when you think about it that uh, coming back to like your mom being, yeah, you're going to have a seizure if you watch flashing lights too much. That is held true in so many different things where you're told, uh, do this or else, or don't do this or else. And then it turns out, well, yeah, that's true under the certain circumstance, mm-hmm. but not as a blanket. And how many things that we believe in society fall under that interpretation of, yeah, technically, but not really. Yeah. Is it, uh, well, that, that book me and you were reading, um, Tribe was talking about that, uh, or something similar to that, where um, this native kid was hanging out with the author, uh, Sebastian Younger. Jung- Younger. And um, they noticed this native kid coming to school with no shoes, not great clothes, and stuff like that. So they, they kind of brought up a collection, I think the story mm-hmm. went, and, and they got him a pair of shoes. And uh, so Sebastian and this native kid went back to the native kid's home, and the mom saw him wearing shoes. He goes, take those off, they'll make you sick. Because they really felt like they needed to be in contact with the ground. And wondering how right she actually was that we're not in contact with the ground like when's the last time you had your feet in the dirt in um the sand the water yeah and that's you know technically maybe a good point but not i don't know shoes are probably they say shoes are one of the most unhealthy things we can possibly do yeah it's amazing i I try not to look at people's feet but you can definitely when you look at people's feet you see that they're in the shape of a shoe Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen some interesting ones where people, like literally people that wear the really pointy, narrow shoes, their feet will be pointy and narrow. Yeah. Um, they actually grow that way. I and mean, we, then we look down at like fo- uh, foot binding as mm-hmm. something that's like ridiculous and archaic, yet we do it today. Strap it on our kids. We just don't tuck their toes. Well, you knees. just do it by option, right? Yeah. 
the uh, uh, looked it up one day because uh, I'd heard that that they weren't good for your feet and da, 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 and I thought, well, what do tribes people that never wore shoes look like? And their feet are very, very different. If you Google what uh, um, like ancient tribes feet look like, they're they're almost like I want to say ape feet, like they're very wide, um, callous, thick hard i mean they're on them all day right no covering and ours half the time we're getting pedicures to make them look softer and neater and cleaner <laughs> how often do you get a pedicure what's that how often do you get a pedicure not very often no, no. you're not no. a girly girl no i don't like people touching my feet so <laughs> my okay latest with that. Uh, <laughs> my latest thing which i think might actually be a fetish i don't i don't find it arousing at all but anyone that knows how i feel about feet would probably be surprised that i love watching ingrown toenail surgery oh, oh. So fun. oh yeah that it's like <laughs> it, so it's gross. in the same vein as like pimple popping yeah. and ingrown hairs like and then that. like oh then the surgery they do like because the feet are just disgusting they're like pussy and swollen and they get in there and start They're cutting yellow it and yeah. hard. oh i was watching one for a hundred year old person whose ta- whose toenails had gotten so long and they were still wearing shoes that they had bent and were gr- one toenail was growing into the toe next to it like going into it wow and it was oh yeah it's, and then they they, they could have, like pull out like all this like pus and dead skin from the, the wound and I don't know. I don't. I can't say it's arousing, but I find it very interesting, and I'm disgusted by feet. So. <laughs> I uh, I've watched a bunch of those videos lately on uh, Facebook, and it blows my mind. Uh, I watch them. And they don't show you numbing them, but obviously they use some kind of anesthetic because there's no way they can. Oh, some of the ones I've seen, they've actually they they show you doing it, but oh, some okay. of them they actually don't use it. It's just that simple. Like it's a nail. There's no feeling to it, right? But yeah, but I busted a nail. It hurts. Yeah. Well. Like when they come off, like you ever tear a nail? Oh yeah, those yeah. are nasty. I'd want to have some uh, um, some morphine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess it depends Heroin on how much of a crack? surgery yeah. they're doing. Like if they go into the bed, they probably freeze it. I think for the yeah. most part. But. Yeah, they uh, they they take the knife and they cut on either side of the toenail, like oh, deep, God. deep, deep. Oh, like they cut it all the way into the growth. Oh. Yeah, and then they they usually go in with a pair of scissors so they drive one half of the scissors underneath the toenail and then they split the nail and then they pull out the pieces i love seeing the piece that's the actual ingrown part they're so deep right yeah. like it's like growing halfway through their toe at least yeah it's nasty it's pretty neat I like also the uh, the videos where they're pulling bugs out of people's ears they have like those moss or worms oh, i can't do those <laughs> I like the ingrown hairs. It's just so fulfilling to watch it come out. <laughs> the uh, the cysts being popped and the pimples being popped are, uh, I don't know why. You, as soon as I start watching them, also I look down, I'm two and a half hours into doing yeah. it. Yeah. What have I done with my life? I'm supposed to be sleeping right <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm not sure what the what the appeal is of that, but obviously there's something there. Yeah. I knew a girl in high school. She liked to pop everyone else's pimples. Appar- I've actually heard that women, that's like a natural thing for them. They like to pop people's pimples. I don't know if it's like a grooming thing from primates or what that is. I was just thinking, because uh, do the, the males do um, grooming in the primate tro- uh, troops? Uh, yeah, the betas do. Do they? Yeah. Um, but like my daughter even just loves if like the idea of popping pimples. Yeah. And uh, I've never met a girl that didn't love the idea to like... I love popping pimples. <laughs> I do. <laughs> So you try to find the most disgusting guy no, and eats fast food no. and drinks all day and stays in bed and then you just 
spend your night just, you just described all my ex-boyfriends chat slide that one in there right? cheap shot for no good reason at all that's rough yeah tried setting her up with a guy that eats nothing but chocolate so he's probably got some good ones tried setting her up with a guy who <laughs> might actually have a vagina oh and uh does nothing but drink milkshakes but no, doesn't want. She didn't jump on you either don't like of those guys pimples. With vaginas? No, I can't say as I do. No, chocolate no. eating dudes. No, no, it goes against my keto diet. So uh, yeah, is there not keto chocolate? I'm sure there is, but mm. yeah, cocos technically Cocoa, keto. Yeah, yeah. Okay. without yeah. sugar in without it. The yeah, sugar. yeah. Add artificial sugar and make it. Yeah, that's some stevia. Yeah, yeah. when that's I went super off, super fancy. Well, I'm sort of on and off right now but when I try to cut all the sugar out of my diet I went to like that 80% cocoa chocolate bars to hit my cravings mm-hmm. um, and I switched to Truvia and my coffee and my tea and it was really good had a massive uh, oh and I went on berberine have you guys ever tried berberine what's that sounds like something they cut your hair with or something <laughs> it's a it's a <laughs> supplement that helps reduce the um, I'm probably going to describe it wrong I should call my wife down and have her describe it estrogen no, no, no estrogen. <laughs> it, it lowers your blood sugar and uh, helps you uh, um, get rid of the sugar out of your body faster. So if you have candida or, or something like that, you would take the berberine supplement and it would help flush out the, um, the sugars and the bad yeasts and stuff like that. But they taste like, so if you're taking a pill, it barely touches your tongue, right? You don't want to suck on tablets or gross. And so you throw it in your mouth, wash it down right away. But it just touching your tongue for half a second feels like you've been chewing on aspirin for the day. Oh. It's awful. That's how they used to sell snake oil, eh? They would make sure that it had something in it that was disgusting and had an actual, like, the better, the more physical reaction you had to it, the better. Because people assume that, like, if it tastes this working, gross right? and I can feel it, it must be doing something, right? Wow. Yeah, that's why they would put, like, cocaine and alcohol. Because you'd be like, oh, well, I feel something, so I guess <laughs> it's doing something. Think about, that was what? 50 years ago? What's that? Snake oil and stuff that had like cocaine and heroin. You know what's crazy? I think um, at our age, we kind of live in our heyday. Um, So you and me were probably thinking of like 50 years ago from the 90s. Probably, yeah. Yeah, if you think about 50 years ago from now, that's not that long ago. That was like the 60s. Yeah, I think they were still doing it then because I have a buddy that's a chiropractor and his dad was the first physician in Alberta. And uh, so he started a pharmacy. I think it was in the town of Brooks. Um, and they used to um, give, and I can't remember if it was heroin or cocaine, but they would give it to pregnant women to help calm them down and, and relax them. Um, they, would, they would give them cocaine. Yeah, but that wouldn't be like snake oil. Snake oil is like oh, just traveling guys with just a concoction yeah, like that does nothing. The Rawlings guy. Here, rub the salve on yeah, it. You'll feel you'd... better. It'll get rid of all the blisters and rashes. Yeah, I think that's like 1920s for some reason is in my mind is when they yeah. kind of started to outlaw that sort of thing. I just listened to, what's that podcast called? Um, not Ono, Ross, and Col- Carrie. It was um, the one with the husband and wife medical team. Oh, uh, Sawbones? Sawbones just did one about yeah. uh, about um, snake oil and stuff yeah. not too long ago. It was really good. I can't remember it, though. Shouldn't be drinking rum when I do this. I can't remember nothing. Well, we shouldn't be talking about other podcasts. Because, uh, you know... Competition. We don't want anyone uh, yeah. going over and listening to those guys. No, uh, of course not. <laughs> Absolutely not. We don't, we don't need to be fact-checked either, so uh, nobody fact-checked. <laughs> Put your please. Google down when you're listening yeah. to us. Just assume we're right 
or laugh. <laughs> we don't want to hear about it. We're right, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, all the time. Completely. You believe us. I do. Yeah, millions wouldn't, but you do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're looking to learn, not fact check what we think we already know. <laughs> exactly. So uh, what were we talking about with Jordana before? We were talking about... Uh, I think that's what we should call this episode. <laughs> what were we talking about with Jordana? That's right, because we kept getting off on tangents. Yeah, we really need to start taking notes or something. I know. I actually made a bunch of notes, and then they didn't save. So uh, we could talk about Chuck Liddell, if you like, because that's part of my notes <laughs> that did save. Oh, we were talking about... Um, Men with vaginas. That's what it was. Right. Who are you dating now? Nobody, actually. What's your type? What's my type? Yeah. I'm not even really sure what my type is. I'm still kind of discovering that, I think. You're 33 years old. Yeah. And you haven't found your type. I've dated a lot of different types. And I was the same way. Yeah. So I think I'll find my type when I meet the right one. Yeah. When yeah. Uh, If you had asked me in my 20s what my type was... Um, I would have given you a definitive answer, but it wouldn't have been the, the woman I married. Yeah. And then when I met uh, my wife, then I knew she was the one. But if you had asked me to describe her three weeks before that, it had never happened. I think that's just the way it is. And there's you know? a lot of factors, too, and a lot of that comes down to who you encounter, right? Mm. Yeah. Well, like it's amazing with, like, if you ever do online dating, how more attractive someone comes off when you realize that they have attraction back. Hmm. Yeah. I've never done online. Well, we dated through a dating service. That's how we met. But it wasn't online dating. I think it was different. <laughs> Getting in trouble for not talking into my mic. Yeah. Yeah. Our, uh, I did on probably three or four dates through this dating service before I met my wife. And uh, the few before my wife were nuts. And that was Grinder, right? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I think it was called Life Mates or Love Mates or Lowered Expectations. Lower. <laughs> I wish I could sing because I would sing that theme song. Right I think at the end of this, we'll all sing it together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, one of the ladies that I de- dated on this dating site, she was, um, I want to say, Iranian uh, or from Iran. That uh, they're Iranian. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I, I know sand people is definitely not the right <laughs> oh, <gosh>. word. <laughs> I know. So, uh, uh, see, you call me racist all the time, and I think I'm more just ignorant. I'm not racist. <laughs> What's the difference? Probably the humor level, I guess. Eh? Maybe. So, anyways, <laughs> I talked to this girl a couple times on the phone. She invites me to come and have coffee with her at work, and she's working at the Calgary Tower as a security guard. And we go into the tower, and we're walking around. She's going in and out of stores, stealing the whole time we're there we went into starbucks she grabbed like four or five packages of coffee i don't know what they're worth 20 30 bucks i don't know they're they're expensive she's grabbing those and then uh we went into a couple of other stores and then we went into a doctor's office and she was stealing prescriptions she was stealing birth control pills and whatever she could find inside the cabinets and then she proceeded to tell me that uh she was getting married uh, they were paying her $10,000 to marry a Pakistani guy. And I'm like, that just doesn't seem right. It was to get him into the country. That's quite like, the date you went on. Yeah, it was right after 9-11, too. How come like, you never told me this? We, have t- we could totally have a contest of like who's had the worst uh, I've actually heard this dating. story. You, oh, oh, really? told you, you told me this okay, story, yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, that might actually beat my uh, like drug addict 
drinking binge emotional support lady. Yeah. Mm. This, uh, I, I literally phoned Immigration Canada and reported this girl because it was right after 9-11. And uh, I was like, you can't be bringing people like that. Like, you don't know. How can she vet a person properly to bring them into the country? And uh, the lady that I talked to or the person I talked to at Immigration said, listen, if she's this nationality and he's that nationality, they'll never make it through anyway. So I'm like, eh, all right. So then I gave it up and didn't go after it anymore. Well, it's good to know that racism is helping us prevent uh, <laughs> people from getting married. Ignorance. Ignorance. <laughs> Ignorance. Ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your worst dating story? And then we'll ask Jordana hers. Oh, gosh. Can I have two? You can have as many as you like. <laughs> can the I more tell, you have, the better. Can I tell Jordana's worst dating stories? <laughs> My worst? I don't know. I Honestly, I think that might have been it. That uh, Yeah. That was just recently, right? Somewhat recently, yeah, where she showed up and she was probably 50 pounds bigger than her pitcher, had an emotional support chihuahua in a bar. I told her I didn't drink, and she still wanted to meet in a bar. Uh, Put down two or three doubles in a course of an hour that we were there. Told me she was on massive amounts of pain medication. Um, And there's just so many other things that just couldn't go along with that. It was just blatant. Like, I need a lot of support and attention um, and was just kind of a crusty person the whole time I was there. And it sh- I have to give it to her, though. She was the only date I've ever been on, well, at least recently I can think of that I've been on, where she paid the bill. Oh, wow. In all fairness... She, she drank the majority <laughs> of the bill, though. <laughs> I had some sort of virgin drink, whatever it would have been, like pop or a Caesar or something, and then she drank, yeah, about $30 worth of booze. So in all fairness, she did pay the bill. Yeah. But, yeah. That was pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not needing support in that that area of her life. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I guess. <laughs> All right, Jordana, let's hear the uh, squirrely. I think stories. as a man, they can only get so bad. To be honest, it's I'm guessing it can be way worse with women. Yeah, I'm wondering which one I should tell. Yeah, well, we got lots I of got, time. Uh, you want that one? Yeah. Okay. So I went and I met um, a guy at a bar of like a lounge and I sat next to him and I ordered a wine and he ordered a drink and probably within five minutes he grabbed onto my ponytail and pulled it and said I bet you like it rough (laughs) so you're not even finished your first drink yet I don't even think I took a sip or two of my first drink the drinks just came pulled my ponytail and said I bet you like it rough you know that's assault right well Shortly after I took your class. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you change about that now? Oh, I probably would have got him in a arm bar or taken him. Triangle choke. I think Triangle from that choke kid, or from rear that naked. A, a good rear el- naked. An elbow to the, fi- to the nose followed by, yeah, how about you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. You never know. He might have liked it. There's I know. That's what I'm a little afraid of. Yeah. yeah. Either way, he'd be stunned, so it doesn't really matter. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty scary Well, story. he did proceed to text me after, like, I got up and left and walked out, and then he texted me after asking if I wanted to go to his place for a hot tub and wine. Mm. And kisses. So he's smooth. <laughs> no, he like didn't he's... ask me for kisses. <laughs> so he's very smooth and with the ladies. He knows exactly what to say and when to say of it. Of course. He read yeah. your emotions perfectly. Yeah, he read yeah. that. I wonder how many guys are out there like that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I had another one where I was set up by a family member. Those can't go good. No, no. We went bowling 
and that was great. And then we went. Um, it was for, really. Yeah, it was fine. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much contact you can have when you're bowling. And then we went out after bowling for like a drink and a bite to eat. And then he leaned over and licked my face. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, that's that's good stuff. And then <laughs> when I got home, <laughs> I got a text message from him, and it was a videotape of me bowling. He sent you. A, he was videoing you, but like in the DL down low, he was. He was <laughs> Well, at least he's oh honest. Goodness. Is it we creepy could... if you're honest, though? Isn't um, it? That, that sounds creepy. Yeah. But How many other videos did he take? Well, but it, well, that's the creepy part, right? Right. It's not like the video that he sent isn't creepy. That's honest. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, what was in the video? More. Like, was he like, uh, you know, targeted on your butt? Your feet. Or... Just your feet. <laughs> <laughs> it was like zooming in, zooming out, zooming in, zooming out. Zooming it in on like, what, though? Of my butt. Yeah. 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 And then it had nothing to do with me bowling. It was just like, then like a little bit of my head. And yeah, it was See, like I different. I can think of a lot of guys of that would think that that was a really flattering, caring thing to do. Seriously? Like, that they're, like I'm making this really artistic video and it Who shows that I'm like into you because I'm like focusing on your ass, but I'm also showing your face. So it's, it's balanced. And I don't know. It's one of those things that like there's a lot of weird things people do that if you don't actually get their reasoning behind it, well, it goes from stupid to like creepy to stupid. You. Yeah. Yeah, I think not enough girls ask. Talking to your or, microphone. Ask or correct <laughs> guys when they do stupid stuff. Well, I corrected him when he licked my face. So he did I, not I, need to send the video. That sounds like you hit him with a piece of like uh, wrapped up newspaper. <laughs> how, no. How, <laughs> how did you correct him? How? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I think I like I literally pushed him away with my hand on yeah, the face. Yeah, this was after I had taken some classes. So. Uh. Wow. Yeah. So when I was when I was dating, I never wanted to be a pushy, creepy guy. And so, like, even when I got, met my wife, they send us these um, uh, letters, paragraphs, telling us about each other. And then you have to call them, and you just get a first name and a phone number. And so we call. We talked on the phone for like two hours, and then the camera was me or her had something to do, and they, we went off. And I was like, oh, I'll call you in a couple of days. And I called her a couple of days later. So this happened two or three times. And then she's finally like, are you ever going to ask me out? I'm like, oh, would you like to go for coffee? And just, you know, not forcing myself on women. Is it n- normal for guys to force themselves on girls? I think that's the problem. It's, it's what a lot of guys complain about is that it's very confusing how that works. Because you've got two factors there. You have what you should be doing. And then you have how you should be doing it, hmm. right? Because coming off too aggressive is usually a sign that you don't know what you're doing. But at the same time, if you don't have that initiative there, then you also come off as not knowing what you're doing. There's got to be a balance in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, or you could and just say that that's the wrong guy. Or, and it depends on the girl you're dating, because if you didn't come on strong with some girls, they'd be like, well, he doesn't like me, and stop talking to him. Yeah. That's different calibers of people too, right? Like, I think most women want a confident man who's going to know how to act appropriately, but most people also want an attractive partner. You're not, not everyone gets to have what they want, Hmm. which means maybe, you know, like attracts like, maybe if you've got someone who doesn't know how to behave themselves, it's, well, you got to ask yourself where your standards are and are they relative to what you have to offer? Yeah. 
I, uh, I maybe told you guys a story, but I haven't told it on air, so I'm going to tell it anyways. This is about a, a dominant female and a non-dominant male. I'd gone to do a quote for this couple, and they were older, probably in their 50s, maybe 55 years old, something like that. And she sort of reminds me of Cruella DeVille, and he reminded me of whoever Cruella would date. Uh, just not a very dominant guy, very beta male. And we were having a conversation, the three of us, about the, the, the job and the spray foam and stuff like that. And uh, he had asked a question, and she yelled at him in front of me, told him not to be stupid and to shut up in front of me. And I was like, what is going on behind closed doors that uh, you could say that, whether it's a woman to a man or a man to the woman, that that would be okay? You slapped her, right? I wanted to. I thought, this is just horrible. Why would you treat this guy this way? And then so I sort of, I'm mean, a sales guy trying to ignore it, trying to do my pitch and, and get stuff uh, done. And he went to say something or ask another question. She pointed at him and told him to shut up, like angry, like, shut up. And he's like, ooh, he bowed his head down. And I was like, I don't even know how to respond to that. Like, where do you go? But obviously for her, she doesn't need a man that's strong or dominant or even has a backbone at all. And they found each other somehow, too. That's that's what I find interesting, is how people that have... Like, I think... I've known of a lot of people where I kind of think to myself, like, yeah, you have a horrible relationship, but that's because you're fucking crazy, and so is the person you're dating. And I'm glad that the two of you found each other, because that's two people that aren't fucking with normal people. (laughs) (laughs) True enough. So you kind of ask yourself, it's like, maybe you don't realize what you have in common, and what you have in common is you both fucking suck. Yeah. So, I don't know, it's it's always interesting, because people would say, like, we have nothing in common, and you'd be like, oh, you totally have something in common. (laughs) And that's where a lot of great relationships come from, is having something negative in common. Yeah. That's unfortunate. I uh, I made the mistake one time when uh, me and my wife weren't getting along very good, and and I had uh, called her crazy, and uh, knowing now that's a really bad idea. But she just very calmly looked at me and she goes, "You know, you're crazy too, right?" <laughs> I went, "Oh, that's a pretty good answer." Yeah, yeah nice. it was. Uh, she usually has better answers than I do most <laughs> time. Anyway, so she uh, laid it out. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I'm probably a little bit crazy too." So it's just in all fairness, when you say someone's crazy, you're not saying, "And I'm not." You're just pointing out what you're doing currently is crazy. Right. Yeah. To that person. Yeah. Because it may be completely normal for them. Or irrational or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I want to hear more dating stories. What kind of douchebag dudes This is one of my favorite there? things is listening to people's bad dating stories. Yeah. Hard to th- I'll have to think. I don't know if I have another Makes bad me feel one. like a super classy dater. Oh, I got um, <laughs> taken out for a steak and lobster dinner by someone that I met online. Yeah. He insisted that we go for steak and lobster. And I was very much against it because I don't think you should, you know, have to do a full dinner on a first meet. I think coffee is great. Um, When I got there, he looked nothing like his picture. He was probably... In a good way, right? Yeah, always in a good way. Yeah. So so describe what he looked like. Uh, Probably... Actually, hang on. Describe what he looked like in his picture and then describe what he looked like in person. So he only had one picture. Yeah. Which is probably a red flag, I know now. Yeah. Um, so he was tall in his picture, well-built, tattooed, um, nice eyes, like caring. Yeah. Kind of, you so know. had a really good filter yeah, on Yeah, really great filter. Snapchat. Yeah. And I got there, and he was probably 100 pounds more 
And it was like, it wasn't even his picture. Let's be honest. Wow. Like 100 pounds overweight. Like yeah. Unhealthily. And it, it wasn't, was it wasn't like picture. An, it wasn't an old picture. It was, it was like not definitely him. not him. Yeah. Let's be honest. Like it, it was maybe his roommate. Kind of like when people are like, I totally look like Brad Pitt. So I obviously I Brad just Pitt's. put up a picture of This Brad guy Pitt looks kind of yeah. like me, but it's not really My me. My mom says I look like Christian Bale. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. use Batman. It's My mom like, said I look like Ricky Schroeder. I don't know who that is. Oh. <laughs> That's uh, the guy from Silver Spoons, Silver right? Silver Spoons. Yeah. And he did that uh, TV show. He was a cop, like. Oh, NY, yeah, uh, Blues or something. Yeah. Or? We're not TV people. <laughs> no, and we're from the 90s, too. So yeah. it's just like, we're such fucking losers. I don't remember the name of that show. But, anyways, yeah. Supposedly, if anyone online wants to know what I look like, look up Ricky Schroeder. Um, but I'm not dating. I don't so know why do all of a sudden now. went to Ricky Jarvis. Back to uh, <laughs> we were saying what, that if you look like a celebrity. Yeah, back so. to your your date with Batman. Yeah. Oh right, so he was not his picture. Yeah, actually did the drive by, and I'm like that can't be him. That can't be him. And then he texts me, he goes, "Oh, I saw you." I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so it was too late for me to just to like go home. So I um, I met him and we went into the restaurant. And he goes, yeah, you're a lot bigger than I thought you would be. <laughs> okay. That's a good pickup line for a girl. Right? Yeah. And your voice is a lot deeper than I thought it would be as well. Wow. Like we talked on the phone, so I don't know how this my voice could be a lot deeper. This is looking for your menu and ordering based on the right-hand column that has the numbers in it. Right. Yeah. You're yeah. like, yeah, I am. I you eat a lot. Two lobsters. So, yeah. yeah. And then he's like, yeah, and you dressed up. I don't know why you would dress up. It makes me not feel so good because I didn't dress up. I'm like, what are you <laughs> crazy? And he goes, so are you going to drink wine or what or not? And I said, well, I'm going to need a drink to get through this. That's what I said to him. And he goes, oh. I'm like, yeah. So I proceeded to order my steak and lobster and my couple glasses of wine and then said goodnight. Wow. And he paid the bill? He paid the bill. Was he polite the rest of the meal? No. He watched, He wore his baseball cap, watched uh, watched other people eat, and ate with a butter knife. Ate a steak with a butter knife. Wow. Yeah. Was it a good steak? I don't even know. I felt sick the whole time. <laughs> I <laughs> was like, get me. I felt like I was an escort. I'm like, this is how escorts feel. Yeah. This is how prostitutes feel. Wow. Yeah. Except I, don't, I didn't get paid enough. <laughs> I don't get how girls can be as polite as they are. Like, if a girl... And then this something similar actually happened to me on a date uh, through this dating service. I, I, I met this girl for coffee, and we sat down. I, I bought her whatever, her $6 Starbucks, and we were talking for a little bit. And just out of the blue, she looks at me, and she goes, you got really small shoulders. I don't have small shoulders. I'm not, I'm not a tiny guy. I'm not a monster either. And I'm like, oh, is, is that a problem? She goes, yeah, I don't date guys with small shoulders. I'm like, all right, we'll have a good night. I grabbed my coffee and I walked out. I didn't see the point in like going on further with the, the date. I didn't feel like I had to be polite at that point. I do it all the time. I'm super polite. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. I can't. Uh, I've had some bad ones where I was just like, you, ugh, seriously, like, you know you're not what I was expecting. <laughs> but being... Polite and nice can also kind of nip you in the butt. Like, I look yeah. at the situation I'm in now where I'm nice and polite to a friend. A mutual friend. And, yeah, hmm. they get the wrong idea. Yeah. I just There's a limit, though, I think, for <clears throat> being polite. Like, I had one girl who 
I had a friend of mine, because I, I, this is kind of like, this is my, I think the last date I went on, which was quite a while ago. And I was like, this isn't going to go well. I'm kind of going just to see how bad it's going to be. <laughs> but I had a friend and I was like, text me at this time. So I have an excuse to get out of there uh, just in case this doesn't go well, because I'm pretty sure it won't. It was horrible. Like she was just in all possible. She wasn't the worst that could possibly come out, but she was horrible. And, uh, like literally showed up, stood and cause I'm like, we're doing coffee. I'm not buying you a meal. I'll buy you coffee. But she was so late that I was literally sitting there drinking half my coffee when she showed up. She comes waddling on up and stands there and goes, so I see you've already got something to drink. I'm like, yeah, I got a tea. And she's like, okay. Looks at me like, where's mine? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay, well, I guess I will go get mine then. And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Like you show up an hour late, what are you expecting? Yeah, like at least be there on time when I buy mine yeah. or look like your pitcher. <laughs> and so that that happened and then the whole time I it was just kind of one of those like, yeah, I just not impressed. And I was trying to politely make her make myself seem unappealing. So whatever she would say, I would counter it with something that was not mean or rude, but would definitely show that I had a different take on things than she did. And uh, my friend kept texting me and like, yeah, and a rapid fire on my phone. Eventually I was like, I got to get going. I got to deal with this. So I got up and left. And this was, I was only there for 15 minutes with her. And uh, the next day she texted me like, I had a really good time meeting you and this and that. And I was like, (laughs) wow, you really read the situation wrong there, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't think that I've just ever been that that polite. And I don't try to be mean, but I'm just not going to put the effort in to be polite when... Someone's not that that person. There's a book called The Gift of Fear, and he talks about that, especially with women, that they they get themselves into trouble from fear of being impolite or, or being rude to somebody. Oh, I, like, I could absolutely see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they, they know deep down inside, this is a bad situation, but I don't want to hurt his feelings. And they get into bad situations that way. Um, the book is actually, I can't remember the name of the author right now. It's a phenomenal book to, to read. I don't even get the chance. If you have daughters, for sure, read that book. It's interesting, though, the argument, though, like what's going to get you into more trouble? Being honest with something that somebody you know someone doesn't want to hear or being polite and getting yourself talked into something that you probably shouldn't get talked into? I think it's a matter of being polite, but... Um, like if you're going to be mean to someone that's psychotic, you're going to deal with those consequences. But I think you can listen to yourself, be honest with yourself and go, oh, this is a bad situation. I'm going to look for my way out. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if people are going to expect a reason for why you're getting yourself out, though. And that's kind of where the problems come when You can't be like, well, you lied to me. You don't you're not the person I thought you were online. And I find you kind of unappealing after I've talked to you now. So I'm going to leave. Yeah. You can be polite and firm. You can just say, I don't feel a connection. I don't feel like, yeah. you know, it's going to go anywhere. You don't real have to psychoto, be psychotic. Psychoto. 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 <laughs> real psychotic can read things any way they want. Like, oh, you're a really nice guy. Maybe I can talk to you uh, tomorrow, but I got to take off right now. And See, I'm so polite that I have a system in place <laughs> that gives me ejection points and uh, low investment required in a date. Hmm. And it's What's uh, the I would like to hear the system. I, I bet you would actually. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna mute uh, Jordana here while I tell the system. So this, here's how the system goes: you meet your online date. Um, you meet her for coffee because, at the very least, it's two dollars. Yeah. Um, and it, a coffee can last for the whole day. It can last for five minutes. Right. So you meet for coffee. She doesn't know where you live. You don't know where she lives. It's not too much of a commitment. If it goes well. 
then you have your hike. Because on your hike, you get to find out, well, she said she was into hiking, which apparently is the number one lied about interest. Mm-hmm. So if they can, hi- if, well, you see if they can actually physically hike. Yeah. <clears throat> and it, of course, gives you time to talk and... Um, you get put them into some, the woods. Yeah, yeah. Put, put some sort of di- public. Put, put some <laughs> sort of distress on them also, just to see how they handle being uncomfortable, right? What kind of distress are you talking about? Just like physically, yeah, going up a hill, like okay. walking up a hill. Like it's shocking how many people cannot walk up a hill without getting gassed and yeah. then getting angry that they're physically exerting themselves. And that's a great way to tell someone. And you know, as a guy, you always let the lady go first, and you might be able to get a better view from from that angle from behind and that escalates to okay well this is going well so far let's commit to something i'll buy you dinner because apparently you know you're buying dinner if you go for dinner and at this point in time you haven't ditched so and, and a hike can be any length you want so there you go now you go for dinner you're, you're pretty much you're, you're you're good at this point you know yeah. if you go for dinner it's probably a second day unless something this is really not all in one day you're talking about that. oh no this is one day Oh, so you start with coffee. If coffee goes well, you invite them for a hike. If the hike goes well, you invite them for dinner. Because the longer it goes, the easier it is to pull out easy, uh, qu- uh, earlier, yeah. right? Because it's like, well, it's been like four hours. I think it's time for me to go now. So if you go for dinner and you have dinner, and then you're like, okay, I, I'd love to stay for dessert, but we've already been out for six hours. I got to go. Well, yeah. no, you dessert or whatever. And then from there, it's wherever it goes, right? That's You've done your classic date now. Mm-hmm. Ideally, you do jujitsu afterwards because if in you her can, basement, yeah, because if you can go to that <laughs> level of intimacy, that says a lot too, right? And then you choke them out with a triangle. So when you're doing yeah. jujitsu, do you work on passing the guard or not? You look at getting in her crotch. Oh, okay. So that's not passing the guard then. No, it's getting into the guard. Yeah, that's not difficult to do. It doesn't really matter. The problem I discovered is you've really got to pay attention because potentially things she might be better than you think she is. So while you're trying to f- push your levels of intimacy, she's trying to choke you out. <laughs> Successfully, I might add. Yeah. 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 Out cold? You went out cold? No. No. Tap, though, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, only try this on girls with, like, fat thighs, because otherwise they will choke you out. Yeah. So that's my plan. Just numerous lev- like numerous levels of investment um, and numerous opportunities to get out of the situation. Hmm. So all the girls out there that want to go on a date like that, send your pictures to marksmith at gmail.com. And just a heads up, whatever picture you send to me, I will be putting side by side to a picture I will sneakily take when you show up to the date for a before and after. We talked about this. We want to make this part of the podcast. Whenever Mark goes on a date, he's going to take a picture of her and then he's going to show the picture that she posted online. I don't get how people think it's okay to be start a relationship on a blatant lie put a 10-year-old picture in there and say, hey, look at how cute I used to be. And the problem is it's really hard to ask someone that without feeling that you're uh, attacking them. Really? Well, I think that would be a great guest opportunity to have. I'll have a bad date and I'll bring her in here and we'll interview in the podcast. Like, why did you think that I wasn't going to notice that you were 100 pounds heavier than you are? (laughs) Why did you think that you wouldn't look like your picture? Like, Like, don't get me wrong. It looks like you're wearing the same size clothing you were in your picture. (laughs) (laughs) So when I, uh, this is a long time ago, but when I did that uh, dating thing, the life mates or whatever, it was literally like a three hour process. Can we just start calling it lowered expectations? <laughs> when I did lower <laughs> expectations, we did like a, a three hour interview and like there was 250 questions. It was crazy what we went through and I got to list like everything I wanted about them, like their uh, everything, just absolutely everything. And I 
think the one thing they were missing that's probably missing on online dating is some kind of psychological test that say, oh, they're this level of sanity. So that when you date somebody, you can go, oh, well, he's crazy, but I like crazy. And then it can work out. That's called premeditation, and it puts some legal liability on them, I think. If you call someone crazy, there's legal liability? No, if you put people together that you know are crazy. Like, <laughs> you think, like, what, what would you be, what would your goal be? Bonnie and Clyde. Hey, Bonnie, me Clyde, Clyde. You're fucking Bonnie. nuts, so we'll pair you with someone who's totally sane. That's yeah. not really doing the sane person any favors. And, it, and even worse, you're fucking nuts. Let's put you with someone else who's fucking nuts. That. Like, my theory of you take your, both of you are away from a normal person that you might do damage to but holy shit like what a what a fucking gasoline and fire situation <laughs> is that that's not what i'm talking about though i'm just saying that you know you gotta you gotta put it out there where they're at not suggesting they pair fucking nuts with fucking nuts that just say oh this guy's fucking nuts and you're like oh i like fucking nuts and maybe you're just a little bit nuts i think the problem is people aren't very honest with themselves that they don't believe that they're nuts yeah i think that it needs to be like that um What's that called? Like the, uh, um, uh, when you say something and you're trying to get the opposite reaction from it. Um, reverse psychology. The reverse psychology needs to be factored into those tests. Mm. Like you ask a question like, do you think you're pretty? And if the answer comes back, yes. Okay, you are a narcissist. Like it not, not, <laughs> yeah. not, not that you're, whereas now it'd be like, okay, she's obviously pretty. Yeah. No, it's not that you're obviously pretty. It's that you're a narcissist or, um, mm. Maybe I shouldn't be in charge of dating services. No, clearly not. <laughs> no, no, yeah. It's yeah. been 16 years since I've dated, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah I love My wife that. disapproves of dating. I'm not allowed to. No. That's what yeah. I'm getting at. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I've seen, you, I've seen what you come up with when you wingman, so <laughs> I, for your sake, it's good that you're not out dating. So it's been a while since I w- was a wingman, and I was much better at it before. It hasn't been that long. It was a few months ago. No, I mean, before that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it'd been a long time since I'd played wingman. So probably 10, maybe 12 years. And the girls that you picked up were probably all right 10 or 12 years ago. Maybe that's the... That's it. You've got, bl- you got the blinders. It's like rose-colored <laughs> yeah. glasses. But for you, it's like they're gray. I might have been a <laughs> few drinks in, too. And Oh, uh, absolutely. You like, hold your liquor like a girl. Oh, that's not very nice. Do I hold my liquor like a girl? I kind of think you do. Look at oh. you. You're not even one drink in. You can't even stand close to your microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Is that that bad? All right. Sorry. I'll fix my. We need to get you like a head unit, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Just strap it on. Tape I'm kind of pic- picturing like those um, for braces that they used to have, the headsets, but with like a microphone. Uh, yeah, maybe. And hopefully it'll induce a lisp too. That'll be great. <laughs> I got a little one right now with my Invisalign. <laughs> and I'm debating whether I should uh, wear them or not when we're doing the podcast because if I don't wear them, I bite my lip a lot and it hurts like a bucker. So well, that's why I have them in. You want to have something that stands out vocally, right? Yeah. yeah. So now I have to wear Invisalign for the rest of my life. So I have that uh, yeah. constant lisp. Or something lisp. else that you can do to it. <laughs> I'm a lovely person. I like me because I'm good. It's sexy. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> and gosh um, darn it. And gosh darn it, I'm a good person. People like me. People <laughs> like me. Uh, so we can't, we can't on dating services list how crazy somebody is. Um, that would be helpful though, right? It would. I think so, a scale, like yeah. a sliding scale. Yeah. 10 being crazy, one being not crazy. Maybe if you just did it compared to what everyone thinks a celebrity is. So, you, you know, the girl comes on there and you're like, you're four levels above a Kardashian. And you're like, 
holy Dinah. Right? Like Either a Britney you... Spears shaving her head. Yeah, yeah, just say that this is what I'm like. This is some things that I've done in my life. Just be honest. Well, they can just go ahead and get like a psychological exam and ask the questions they ask on there, right? That would be so fun. If the next time you guys go on a date, I actually have a copy of a, a like a psychological profile that we've done that you email them and say, hey, can you fill this out? And then I'll agree or not agree to go on the date. Actually, what would be good is like when you first make contact because you just kind of ask each other questions. Yeah. Get that and just start asking ask questions. the questions yeah. off of that. But try, oh and, try and... goodness. Can we record that? Try and fit it into like a... Uh, like normal conversation, but somehow get the answers for them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's only like 20, I got to look again. I think there's only like 20 questions or Might 21 be questions. Like, oh, geez, I like, I ran over a dog on the way home today. Have you ever run over, have you ever run over or killed an animal before? <laughs> oh, how did you feel about it? Did you put it in your freezer too? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to dissect it? <laughs> so me and Mark went for our longest bike ride yet. We did 35 kilometers a day. Together. Together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As a couple, we did our longest couple, bike ride. We did our longest bike ride. It's hard to ride bikes and hold hands at the same time, I'm telling you. Well, on your bike it is. <laughs> so we we get to this kind of clearing. We're ripping along pretty good right beside the river, and a squirrel jumps out of the bush. Oh, I think I screamed a little bit like a six-year-old girl, got my feet up in the air, but I ran it over. <laughs> it did keep running, though. So it you did. Either, either you launched it or it was just wounded. I think it was, so right after I ran over this, and it was a big squirrel. It was like, it was a big bump. Like, it wasn't like, yeah, it was It was a decent size. Oh, this was like a big city squirrel. Like, yeah. this was a big, like, this was like. Yeah, like a foot tall. Like a guinea pig with a huge tail. Yeah. Yeah. And then as soon a as foot I, tall. <laughs> 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 no. Well, it was a foot long. Yeah, maybe, maybe it, with its like tail, that. but yeah. Yeah. So it was a decent size. I hit it. I screamed like a girl. And then as soon as I hit it, I heard this gigantic hawk. Like, what do they do? Crow or I, I don't know what the Coo sound is. or Coo. I don't know. Cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> Anyways, it was, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I heard. That's totally what I heard. And I thought, oh, I just gave that hawk a really easy lunch because I'm pretty sure that's what the squirrel was running from. And then he got smacked by my front tire. And now... He's an easy meal for a hawk. My daughter was devastated when I told her that story. <laughs> Did you tell it to, to devastate her? <laughs> I don't yeah. know why you'd tell your daughter that well, story. Well, I was more telling my son who was in the back On seat, cute. but my daughter overheard me uh, and yeah. she was pretty upset. Stop saying that. Stop talking about it. I think it's funny. I uh, This is our third ride that we've done. And I was telling Chad this. I've, I've been riding. I ride a lot uh, and I have ridden a lot. And this is the first time anyone's ever hit an animal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy it wasn't a deer. Yeah. <laughs> well, you said Glenmore. Yeah, it's really bad common. for deer just hanging next to the trail. And they do that sketchy thing where they're like, I don't know, should I go? 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 Yeah. It's like they're pointy and big. If we ride that trail, I want to put a gun on my bike. I was thinking like a cattle catcher off of a train. Maybe I'll make one of those. Ooh, that would be heavy to pedal, though. Yeah. yeah. Put it on your bike. It probably won't make it any worse. Cattle prod. You cattle need a four-foot cattle prod so that... Oh, and like a shock absorber. So right. it just kind of bounces. Yeah. Or maybe, uh, you know, those tasers that like fire off the prongs? Yeah. Just have oh, that. Oh, or bring a rifle. I think they might be opposed to that at Glenmore Trail. Hmm. I'm just saying. We can try it. Yeah. I get to videotape it, though. You do it. Yeah, okay. Sounds good. <laughs> so this is our plan. And the next time that you have a potential date, we're going to sit down with you and record you 
asking him the 30 some questions on the psychological. And I know, can we set up the date for you? Cause I've got a great idea for no. who would be good for this no. date. Cause this, and it'll make it even funnier. Does he wear a kilt? Um, <laughs> at some point he probably has. Okay. Uh, so yeah, his made up accents are a lot like dressing up. They are. Uh-huh. <laughs> 100%. So this date, we're going to set up, because I won't feel bad about the guy we're doing it to, okay. and he'll probably be excited that it's happening. So we'll do that. Excited about the test or about the... Um, getting to go on the date and, and on whatever date. comes with that. We can't make her go on a date, because I feel it would be some legal liability. I believe that's called that. prostitution, so she'll, we'll have to agree to it. Okay. I don't. <laughs> so <laughs> Can just, we just give him the test? Because I feel like he would just do the test willingly. Why don't you give it to him and say, okay, you know what? You seem... Because obviously, <laughs> obviously there's a miscommunication here. He thinks that, that no doesn't mean no. It means no, I want you to win me over. So be like, well, you know, you've, you're, you're, your persistence has paid off. I have, I'd like to take this to the next level. Here's the paperwork. You made it it through round one. Yep. All my pushing you away, telling you no. You were persistent enough that now you get to take the real test. Now is the written part of the test. (laughs) So we're, we're on, we're on the same page. We're good. Yeah. I'll give him the test. Okay. I'm just going to text it to him though. Okay. We want you to ask him the questions because if you, we send it to him, we can't record that. Okay. So whether it's him or someone of your choosing, it would be fun to have him on the phone and we'll just record the whole conversation as no, part well, of the podcast. No, well, why don't we just all hang out sometime and you can give it to him and we'll just record on one of our phones. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the nice thing about being desperate is you tend to say yes to a lot of things maybe you shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Are you getting desperate now? No, no. I'm no not him. the desperate one. Oh, no. <laughs> him. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, we've got to trick her into taking it first, though, so we can okay. compare results. Oh, I'll take it right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not like a real psychological test. It puts you in one of four categories. So, like you, you are merciful, or you are driven, or or something like that. Like it's just got four basic categories. So it doesn't say that you're crazy um, or not crazy. I'm sure we could find that test, though. I'm pretty well, sure it would come up with a new category if it's when not he gonna, takes it. We <laughs> could label the categories any way we wanted to. Yeah, I like that. If yeah. it's not yeah. going to be like you're crazy, then what's? I don't want to take like a, a what's it called a the Briggs Myers test. Or it's something. sort of like that. Yeah, that's that's dumb. I want to know if this person's like fucking broken in the head. So what's <laughs> a good test to test if someone's broken in the head? Can we Google that? Yeah, I'm gonna bring it up right now. Okay. You're in the medical field. Have you heard about anything to test to see if people are broken in the head? Something. What's that? Uh, Is there a blood test? They are starting to do serotonin testing, but I don't think it would. It would just tell you what your serotonin levels are. It wouldn't tell you if you're broken in the head. It would tell you if you're happy or unhappy. Well, you. if your serotonin's too high. That means what? You're taking too many SSRIs probably. Oh. Yeah. You're too close to bliss. Yeah, so you don't want to overstimulate that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Personality disorder test. <clears throat> oh. Should we find out my personality disorder? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to take it? Sure. Okay. Um, what sex are you? Female. Are we sure? Uh, well, that's what she identifies as, and okay. that's more important. I mean, that might be part of the test, actually. <laughs> um, Do you believe you have more difficulty with relationships than the average person your age? No. No. Yes. Okay. So all your relationships go really well? 
No. I blame them, though. <laughs> I don't blame myself. I think that question's coming. Um, <laughs> yeah, interesting. Do you have uh, difficulties trusting people? Yes. Yes. Is it because the dude that is showed it, up with the wrong picture? Yeah. Is it because we're psych-evaluating you right now? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Do you tend to avoid social relationships? No. Yes. No. No? Social relationships. Oh, so now we're getting this part of, like, honest answering. Okay. Oh. What, <laughs> what's wrong? Oh. Social relationships? Social relations. Like, friends. I don't avoid friends. Okay. We went out <laughs> last night. Yeah. <laughs> Do you prefer to be alone? He's going to change those answers. Do you, do you prefer to be alone rather than in the company of others? Yes. Yes. Uh, if you answered yes to the previous question, it do is Do you have squirrels in your <laughs> freezer? <laughs> <clears throat> uh, if you answered yes to the previous question, is it because you feel very anxious in social situations? No. No. Or because you are suspicious of their motives? <laughs> Just gonna say because all my friends are douchebags. <laughs> so yes, she's suspicious that they're motives. Okay. <laughs> you need some new friends. Do you find yourself unaffected by uh, praise or criticism? No. No. Uh, do well, you're not psycho. I had, it took me a minute to kind of <laughs> calculate what you were saying there. Is it double negative? I, th- I think crazy people are not affected by people's criticisms. Right. Yeah. Oh, here's yeah. a good one. Uh, do you see people getting taken advantage of as being weak or deserving to being used? That wasn't worded very well. Kind of. Yeah. Yes. Weak. Be, a, yeah. be a bad person. Be honest. Yes. About yes, I do. You deserve it. I'm sorry. Do you feel a <laughs> yearning for acceptance among your peers? No. No. That's sort of psycho. You're just punk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just punk. <laughs> anyone that would like to meet Jordana can email her at rickybobby at <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a difficult time relating to others? No. Um, <clears throat> do you believe you have special <laughs> extrasensory <laughs> abilities? No. Obviously not. She showed up on a date with the guy who seemed crazy. I know. You think I would have seen that coming. Yeah, if you yeah. had a little ESP, you'd be like, yeah, sorry, you're the wrong guy. Click. Yeah. It's a free uh, dinner though, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Do you mm-hmm. often feel that your emotions are inappropriate for a given situation? Like laughing at guys. Yeah, like, but we've just we've already yeah. discussed that that's normal, so I'm going to go with There's no. There's no but. It's yes or no. No. <laughs> Are you plagued by suspicious? <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> are you plagued by suspicions that other people, including loved ones, may be doing things behind your back that will end up hurting you? No. So you're not paranoid. Is that bad? I don't know. <laughs> you think that, don't you? <laughs> Do others? Here's one. Watching me. Here's a good one. I'm interested to hear your answer on. Do others see you as being cold or distant? Yes. Oh, I wouldn't have said yes. No? I would have no. said Oh, you would have said that? I would have said yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's only because it's you. Yeah. I'm not cold and distant, though. Do you tend to choose jobs that are below your skill level? No. Then again, I wouldn't see her as distant because I met you through jujitsu, so we just spend a lot of time hitting Hugging. each other and rolling around together. Yeah, that's right. Uh, do you find it hard to concentrate on one thing for a long time? Only mm-hmm. when she's having a seizure. 
<laughs> no. Boom. Uh, oh, is your appearance or behavior considered eccentric by other people? No. No? I would say that's true. Yeah, you're not. You're I'm not, not eccentric. eccentric. No. You're not wearing like. I used mink. to be eccentric. So you're saying I, you're basic. I am basic. I okay. used to be eccentric. I used to have purple hair and blue hair and piercings <laughs> all over my face. Squirrel coats. So oh yeah, long it's funny that you. It's, it's funny you'd bring like, that up. Uh, next question: <laughs> Have other people accused you of being cruel to animals or people? <laughs> no. <laughs> I've never been cruel to animals. Uh, honest it's in the people test. People or animals Give, is the question. Giving an honest <laughs> answer does make this a little more accurate, she, but it's she, up to you. She spent the whole date with the douchebag with the wrong picture. So that's not, I would say that's. That's not cruel. That's leaning on the not cruel. Right. Although you did buy the steak and lobster and then just walk out. I said thank you. Did you? I right. did. Uh, well, She's, not cruel. She's not cruel. Uh, do you take actions without thinking about the consequences? No. No. Is that bad? No, I guess we'll have to find out. I don't think I want to take this test. <laughs> I don't think you should take this test. Uh, do you sometimes profit at the expense of others without being bothered by the pain or damage you might cause them? Yes. Is that like through humor or like actual I cash humor rewards? Humor and probably through, yeah. yeah, just like, I mean, if you're I not going to take advantage of a situation, then why should I suffer, right? I I don't remember who said it to me, but when I uh, I punched um, uh, our friend in Summit and dropped her, um, I giggled because it's funny. That's what I do. And someone called me a psycho, but I talked to a therapist about it and they said I'm not psycho. No. Yeah. <laughs> Did they write you a note? No. It's funny that you'd say that because right when you said humor was when I was reading this. So I'm going to read this first uh, and then I'll read how I read it. Do you consider your needs to be more important to you than the needs of others? No. No. Now, what I heard, because I was reading this while you were talking, do you consider your humor to be more important than the needs of others? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we all agree with that, yeah. Um, do your moods fluctuate a lot? No. No? <laughs> Are you As he said, with distrust. Yeah. <laughs> with but, No. But fear of triggering. <laughs> um, are you prone to uh, bouts of anger? No. No. If that didn't do it, eh? Yeah. Do you often feel like people are saying negative things about you behind your back? No. Oh. You should probably we'll pay more attention. To her face. <laughs> and if they did, I wouldn't notice. <laughs> That's true. We say it to your face also. <laughs> Uh, do you often see things in black and white terms? In other words, something either is or it isn't with no gray area between. No. No. You have lots of gray areas? Lots of colors? Not lots. That's called rainbow. confused, I think. Yeah, not lots, but I'm willing to like live in the middle a little bit sometimes, depending. Oh. Here's a good one. I know how me and Chad are answering this one. <laughs> are you often uninterested in the feelings of others? Uh, no. Oh. I am interested in the feelings of others. I think that's I could the not caregiver. Give a fuck. But that's I the caregiver in me, right? Like, I mean, I'm in the medical field, so if I didn't care about other people, then I'd be in the wrong profession. You stab people for a living. Nicole and I just <laughs> did the Briggs and whatever psychological Myers Briggs, Meyer Briggs, and we both came up with no mercy or compassion. See, the problem with that test, though, is it 
asks you what you think of yourself. Yeah. And it assumes that you're you have an honest understanding of who you are. Yeah, Nicole and I are pretty honest though. So the test overall yeah. might not be great, but I think it was good. It was pretty accurate for us. Which is gonna be fair. Some people are gonna be a lot more honest. Some people know themselves better and are willing to be honest about who they are. Yeah. I think most people aren't, I'm which like is why it's not valid. Know. Yeah, she's really trying to make herself look good on this test. I Maybe know. that'll come through. I think good psychological tests, they prove I don't think I'm trying to make myself look good. I'm pretty honest. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. If you don't answer this one the way I think you are, I'm answering it for you. Okay. When you are talking about something, or sorry, when, you talk, when you're talking to someone, do they sometimes have difficulty following your oh, train yes. of thought? Oh, yes. Okay, good. <laughs> this one time at band camp? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sometimes I have problems following my train of thought. <laughs> All right. Good. Are you quick to anger when your expectations are not met? No. Do you ever get angry? I don't really think I do ever get angry. Frustrated. Like, I get frustrated, yeah. but I've never really like gotten angry. No highs, no lows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you intentionally injure yourself, for instance, by cutting yourself or taking too many pills? No. Oh, that's pretty direct. I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. like, are you fucking crazy or are you not fucking crazy? Uh, not fucking crazy. <laughs> Do you play in blood? No. <laughs> yeah, actually every day. <laughs> You're not supposed to play at work. Oh, right. <laughs> so, um, this is not written right. Do you consider yourself having a strong love for approval and praise? No. No. Uh, do other people accuse you of being manipulative? Uh, that's a hard one. I couldn't. I see don't it. think well, that they do, accuse do they me. Accuse no, you? no, they don't no. accuse me. No, they're too scared of your manipulation. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I manipulated them not to notice. <laughs> right, Chad? That's right. Right. Yeah. Do you have <laughs> totally on board? Yeah. Have you had re reoccurrent thoughts of suicide? No. No. Um, if you answered yes. So I guess we'll go with no. Uh, do you tend to be critical of loved ones, sometimes holding them to a higher standard yes. than you hold yourself? Than you hold yourself? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, are you very afraid of being alone? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to die alone, we and I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> we know somebody that's available. No, you don't, actually. He wears a kilt. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like garbage. <laughs> so and doesn't you'll, have a bed. So you'll um. know when he's there. But hey, that's something that you can bring. Yeah, you can bring that into it. What do you? I bring feel like what I'd be bringing <laughs> a lot to that relationship. That's okay, though. No, it's really not. It's great no. that you have a lot to offer. I do and have because, a lot to offer, and it's because of him that you have a lot to offer. <laughs> he's made you a better person. <laughs> Are you focused on order and perfection, mm. like owning a bed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, do you feel you are depressed a lot? No. You know, it's odd that uh, you can be friends with someone for a long time and never see their house and that tells so much about a person. Like, I've never been to your house. I've been to yours, but it was during a move. So you don't get to see what... I mean, you guys are at my house quite a bit. Yeah. You see the way we live. And so you guys have a pretty good idea. But when you're never in someone's house, I don't think you have that that full view of, of who they are. Well, here's the thing is if you come to my house... The only place to sit is a couch. Mm-hmm. So we sit side by side. 
So if you come to my house, it's probably telling you a lot about me. <laughs> It'd be like, like that video that like you I'm going me? to enter you. Yeah, <laughs> I, have, I have two couches and Uh-oh. Buddha paintings. She and has a grown-up house. Yeah, I do yeah. have a grown-up house and like I have a real adult. Yeah, yeah, like a woman house. We were actually uh, nice. my daughter and I were over at the garden center today, and we walked by a Buddha fountain. She goes, "Oh, look! It's one of the Jordana statues." <laughs> I read a lot of my Buddhas. I used to have like 10 and now I have Yeah, like she was the three. white girl Buddha freak for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. I think if I didn't have a wife, I'd have a house like our uh, kilt-wearing friend. With lawn furniture in your kitchen? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's that says a lot I'd about be. you. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't I, actually I, surprise me. I need a wife. Yeah. Yeah, so does our friend. Yeah. Yeah. Or a mom. Do you always <laughs> feel the need to have a story to tell? No. No. Oh, I totally do. Yeah. I like to... Tell stories. Yeah. Let's make stuff up. I like to listen. Hmm. You're a good listener. I'm a good listener. <laughs> oh, have you ever been in jail or done something that you could be put in jail for? Ooh. Now, keep in mind, traffic tickets don't yeah. really count. Okay. Uh, uh, then no. Does running over squirrels count? Uh, <laughs> ooh, that would be interesting because that would be intent, right? Even though it would be a fine, though, I think, even if that was on purpose. Okay. And to be honest, if you were intentionally running over squirrels, that would be some skill. Yeah. I actually did almost get put in jail for not paying my cat fine. I did too. Yeah, but that's like yeah. a, that's like escalation though, that right? That is, yeah. yeah. Uh, do other people accuse you of being self-centered? No. Never? It sounds like a lot so. of people are scared of you, to be honest, from these yeah. answers. I'm kind of liking that. <laughs> kind of <laughs> feel like a badass. <laughs> oh. Do you occasionally or often dress or act provocatively to gain attention no i think i know somebody that would disagree who our friend in the community oh <laughs> i'm wearing turtlenecks around him from now on <laughs> <laughs> oh that's actually pretty hot so mm. well, i don't see how turtlenecks are hot really oh. it's like i think they're totally hot Really? Yeah. Or trail next round you from now on. <laughs> <laughs> As she winks and nods. Yeah. Do the double guns and it'd be really creepy. <laughs> Put a kilt on. These ones? <laughs> <coughs> Do you have a big fear of rejection? No. Of any kind, not just romantic? No. no. Do you often second guess yourself? Yes. Yes. I mean, no. <laughs> no, I was thinking about that. <laughs> That's not what I really meant. Yeah. No, I second guess myself on all these questions. <laughs> uh, do you often do you often find yourself exaggerating your achievements to win the respect of others? No. No. You know what's going to suck? We're going to get to the end of these questions, and they're going to say uh, something like, uh, "For twenty nine ninety five, we'll yeah. email you." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, in, unless they come up like, "You're a fucking psycho," and they're like, "No, here's your results. Please don't knock, kill knock, us." Knock knock. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's at the door already. <laughs> uh, she's in the back room. If it does say her. for twenty nine ninety nine, just make something up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you oft, uh Do you frequently alternate between feelings of high self worth and low dis- and self disappointment? No. No. Speaking of knock, 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 how did it go? Well, when I left this afternoon, you were being uh, accosted by our uh, Latter-day Saint friends. Yeah, I had a good conversation with them. I was young men in white shirts from Utah and Tallahassee or something. Yeah, you were having some uh, car problems, and I'm not sure if you're aware, but they're required to help you with anything that you ask for. Is that they not tried. the Jehovah's is? Uh, no. No, they were, oh. they were elders, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, 
And so as I was driving away, I was going to yell, Chad, you realize they have to help you with whatever you ask for. Don't Should've. take advantage of them. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they were super nice young men and, and wanted to tell me a, their story. And I'm like, listen, guys, I, I have a church. I'm really busy. I got this stuff to do. But thanks for stopping by. And like, well, if you know anybody, I'm like, yeah, my friends are either non-churchgoers or churchgoers. So they all got a place. Yeah, it's funny when the first thing you said was, do any of you have a degree in uh, mechanical something or other? (laughs) And I was like, this is going to be hilarious. Let's see how this turns out. Uh, Okay. Uh, Do you you tend to lie a lot? No. Is this a lie right now? No. Was that a lie? Yes. Oh. (laughs) Do you frequently reassure yourself that you are deserving of praise? Yes. Yes. I don't know how I'd answer that. I know. It's a tricky one. It is. Uh, do you frequent... Same question, but self-sufficient. Say what? Do you frequently reassure yourself that you are self-sufficient? Yes. Hmm. Yes. Do you often feel uncomfortable in social situations? No. Just around guys in kilts. Yeah. It's just, just our current social situation. <laughs> just around ones that want to give me kisses. Kisses. <laughs> Did he really say yeah. that or do that? Yeah, put it in his calendar. Oh. And we should sh- probably and cut and that out. And then, <laughs> and then showed her. That's the creepy part. We should probably cut this out. Okay. Does your concern <laughs> for doing everything right interfere with your productivity? Sorry. Does your concern for doing everything right interfere with your productivity? She was yes. distracted by kisses. Yeah, kiss. <laughs> you gotta say it right, Chad. <laughs> Kisses. Oh my goodness. That is a rough <laughs> podcast for me. When you said listen. Listen. <laughs> listen. Listen to what I'm saying. This is super important. One guy. Stop making fun of him. Do you have trouble taking or sorry, do you have trouble not <clears throat> do you have trouble not taking personal sorry? Do you have trouble talking? Do you have trouble not taking criticism personally? Well, there's no way you can. Do I have, I don't understand. So So when you're criticized. Yes, I do have troubles. I don't know how to answer it. So I don't know how to answer it. If you're criticized. Yeah, but I just don't know how to answer it because it's a double negative. Yeah. Do I not have trouble? So I think what it's, I think (laughs) what it's asking. When I'm criticized, yes, I do have troubles not taking it personally. Even when it's not a personal criticism. Um, When it's not personal, then no, I don't take it personally. Yeah. I think like if it's personal criticism, obviously you're going to yeah, exactly. But I would if assume it's not, that's implied. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, do you feel the need to always be in a relationship? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are you quiet in social situations? Often out of fear of saying something stupid. Yes. <laughs> you don't have to say it. <laughs> Are you often critical of weakness in others, particularly classmates or coworkers? Co-workers. Crow, co-workers. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, it's kind of your job, though, isn't it? It is. It yeah. really is. I have to. But I coach them. I'm not, like, super critical. I'm, yeah, but I find Which it. you know they take personally. Yeah. Which is just mean. Um, do you exaggerate the potential difficulties of a new situation in order to convince yourself not to try the new activities? No. So how come you haven't come to boxing? I told you I would come to boxing. I have a time. 
in which I'm going to. So does I so does she's lying? I've got a friend of mine. Go back a few questions. I've got a, a friend of mine who wears a kilt. Has it booked in his uh, his calendar that he's going to come boxing? Does it say kisses, kisses. under? <laughs> I haven't read that. That's hit. more of a jujitsu thing. You can't kiss very well in boxing. You boxing. can. It's a uh, hand, but hmm. yeah. and he kisses a lot of those. Let me tell you. Sure enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he actually has a title in it, to be honest. He likes to defend punches with his face. Uh, Do you yearn for intimate relationships, yet feel that you are too socially inept to obtain them? No. These are deep questions. Awkward silence after that one. I don't even know how to answer some of them myself. (laughs) Is it because you don't understand them? (laughs) So we're currently... I don't know uh, what you're trying to say. We're currently recording this at Chad's house. So next mm-hmm. question. Do you ever steal things from stores or people's houses? No. Never? Never. We you might check go, your pockets we, before yeah. you go? Go for it. Right. Later tonight after we leave, we might have to rechange some of these. <laughs> yeah. But we'll leave that for now. Do you suffer from low confidence? Yes. Yes. Have you ever exaggerated illness or other weaknesses in order to get attention? For example, saying that you have... Oh, pick a pick an big boobs. <laughs> big boobs. <laughs> no. No. He's like, whoa. <laughs> um, do you have an intense fear of separation from those you love? No. Have you ha- <clears throat> have others accuse you of being arrogant? No. How many questions do we have to do? Oh. We're almost. We're almost nice. there. Uh, do you avoid working in teams because you are convinced that all the others are, are too careless <laughs> and will not work to your standards? Yep. Well, that's what that's. Gee, funny sure. that yeah. funny that you answered no to the question above that. What was the question above that? Have others accused you of being arrogant? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. I just. I wonder how many people alone. go back and change that after answering that question. <laughs> no, it no says, says it, anyone accused you. Yeah. They're too scared. No one knows that you're They're just too stupid. No. (laughs) Do you often let others make important decisions for you? No. I probably should, though. I should start. Yeah, like dates. No. You could use some kisses. We we could be your big brothers now, and we're going to question everybody, put them through the (laughs) Myers-Briggs test, put them through this test, and if they pass by us, then they can go on a date with you. That sounds good. Okay. Do you often have intense feelings of inadequacy and helplessness? No. No. I feel like, though, if you do that, I would be single until I die. No yeah. one's going to pass all these tests. You don't know. I could have oh, standards. maybe we don't want them to pass them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you often get stuck in the details while missing the larger picture? Yes. What's the bigger picture? <laughs> so I, I think a good example of this would be getting stuck on uh, guys that wear kilts and not realizing that the bigger picture is not being alone. <laughs> True. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. I should be a psychologist. Yeah. Uh, are you very concerned with your appearance and how others perceive you? Yes. She's twirling her hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look at how pretty my hair is. Look how pretty I look. <laughs> Do other people accuse you of being rigid or stubborn? No. Not even your kid? No. Yeah. They'd be very like well presented for a child. Mother, you are very rigid and stubborn today. Hmm. She says I'm really mean. Oh, yeah. We're all mean. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Uh, do you have a hard time throwing things away, even if they are old and worn out? No. no. Do you engage in any obsessive or compulsive behavior? Yes. I knock on the door three times so that I don't die. <laughs> were your parents cold and distant or treated you negatively when you were growing up? No. Well, one okay. of them did. Okay. Are we ready? One of them did. Yeah. <laughs> Press here to calculate results. Ooh. Ooh. Give us twenty nine ninety five. Somebody get their credit card. <gasps> I'm interested in oh, Okay. So it comes back as high, moderate, and low. How do you want me to read these out? Uh, of what though? What are they rating? But what am I? Oh, there's like uh, oh, a bunch. What I'm high as. Okay, yeah, go You're, for it. You've got what? Uh, thirteen things that, okay. that trigger on here. Do you want to? So what? What do you want to start with? Whatever. The crazy. Well, yeah, but you want me to start from the low crazy or the high crazy? Let's start low and work Let's our way up. Low, okay, yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. You have a low chance of being a schizoid, so schizophrenic. Oh, not yes. reacting to the B3s. Well, we have yet to or test that. Or will react to the B3s. Yeah, you should. I should. And then you have a low chance of being schizotypal. I'm guessing that's some sort of form of schizophrenia. Uh, and then a borderline schizophrenia, you have a low chance of that. Mm. Uh, we'll do the test. His, histriotic? I don't know what that means. I don't know what that like means either. Hysteric? That's not an actual condition, though, so I would hope it's Hysteric? Being hysterical used to be a... It did. Yeah, a, a yeah it's a issue. women's... Cons- it's they used to fling them into lakes. That was the, how they invented the vibrators. vibrators. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. What it we is. focus on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, feel a little crazy? What keeps the crazy away? <laughs> and the last two, you have a low chance of being avoidant or dependent. You're moderate. You have a moderate chance of being paranoid. You have a moderate chance of being antisocial. And you are a moderate narcissist. Yeah, I feel like that's accurate. Oh, yeah. Wow. That is. And you are a high likelihood of being obsessive compulsive. Yeah. It's pretty accurate. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was, I actually kind of enjoyed this. I did. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. I feel like that's very accurate. Yeah. We have to do uh, our test another time. We'll take another podcast and we'll do each other. Yeah. See what we come up as. Yeah. We're going to do each other. <laughs> <laughs> Chad. Yeah. May I remove your armor? <laughs> that video was so disturbing I don't know if I get the premise of the whole video That I think the little guy that was in that video Was maybe just um, uh, He's a reporter yeah. yeah He's a reporter for Vice So the video was about uh, bears Which are large game men Burly, hairy mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know that they were called bears. Oh, you didn't? I didn't yeah. And you lived in Vancouver Interesting And I used to hang out at detours <laughs> here Oh <laughs> Hey, never <laughs> underestimate the beer. power of... Uh, and you get hit on all the time, so you feel good. Huh. Yeah. Um, so anyways, it's a, this group of bears, what they do is they get together, they get naked and hug each other. Um, no, it wasn't just hugging, because he said, can I... Well, that's the gist of it, I think, yeah. right? And then it goes to the other things. They, like, touch each other. Well, he asks, can I, can I hold your cock or... Honor your cock or something like that. He reaches out and he grabs the the reporter and just kind of fondles his. He's already naked, like he's already oh, stripped him naked, okay. and then he fondles him. And then the reporter did the same thing back to the guy. And I don't think the reporter was gay. Well, no, he said like this is like I see like I don't think I've ever had another man touch my penis before. Yeah, that's dedicated to your job. Like that's super impressive. 
I don't. Yeah, I don't even know how to answer that, to be honest. Well, like, if, if you're not, nothing wrong with being gay, but if you're not, and then you go to this club, and there's four guys fondling you, like, that's that's dedication. There was this show that used to play on, I want to say, like, Showtime or something late at night, where this guy, and that's... His name was Ashley. That's all I remember. But he would do that. He would go to these weird sexual places. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Um, and he would experience everything. What was It was like my favorite show. something weird like Sexplorer or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something weird like that. Taboo. Sin there City. Was one Sin called, City. That's that was what it, it was. Yeah. There was another one and called Taboo where they would do something similar. Yeah, but he would just, he would like totally immerse himself into what was happening. And it was, it was wow. really cool. Do you guys remember the TV show Kink? Yes. Yeah. So that was heavily filmed in Toronto and uh, Vancouver, and it was around the time that I lived out there. And I, I used to work in uh, leather, and a company I worked for was a big uh, gay leather company, and so we had a lot of that. We got a, so although I was never really involved in that community, I knew a lot of the people in it just from the store. And it was a really interesting like outside perspective to have such a deep perspective of that community, and a lot of them ended up being on that television show. Oh, wow. Uh, which is always a weird thing because it's it, they make it seem like I guess it is totally normal, but to people have people coming and just talking about it and showing it, and then it's like wow, that's, that's what that's what my friends do when they're hanging out together. Yeah, <laughs> and all of a sudden you don't feel bad about not getting invited to stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, hanging out with detours was very eye opening for me because I you know grew up in Surrey and then the Okanagan a little bit, and then it's out here and lived right around the corner from it. And my buddy was a huge raver. He's like, oh, come down. It's cheap beer. I'm like, eh, all right. So I go sit at the back bar, and you just see, like, every everything you can imagine. Like, everything. There's just nothing held back there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it must be different coming from somewhere like Surrey and Kelowna that you don't just get drunk and stab people while wearing sandals. No. <laughs> yeah. I used to hang out at Twisted Element all the time. And they would have drag shows and things yeah. like that. And it was great. I have a friend that I made there. Uh, was a boy when I met him, and is now a girl. Had the reassignment surgery done, um, which yeah, I'd never had met anyone like that before. Super cool person, though. I had a friend in Toronto, and to this date, I don't know if it was a guy or a girl. Yeah, I met a few like that. Like I just never asked. Did and they then, dress as a guy, or did they dress as a girl, or do they do both? Well, I was like a punk kid, right? So a lot of my friends were that way too. And so it, when you get uh, there's a lot of girls that would kind of wear military surplus, but there's also a lot of guys that would wear military surplus. So it was either a very masculine girl or a very effeminate guy. Or not effeminate, I'd say more just a smaller proportion person and uh, always had a shaved head um, and, you know, just... But could have been a girl, could have been a guy. Yeah, action-wise, just... Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I remember asking my friends, I was like, is so-and-so a girl or a boy? Because I... I honestly can't remember the name now. It was like something like Lee or something like that. We could go either way. And they're like, you know, now that you're <laughs> asking, I'm not quite sure. And like, just that was just the community. Like, it's funny how people make such a big deal about it right now. Yeah. Actually being in that community, no one cared. It was like, are you a guy or a girl? I don't know. Do you want to fuck me? No. Well, then I don't need to know. Right. And that's what it was. I'd made really good friends with the bartender there. I don't remember what his name was. Young model type guy. And I'd sit at the bar, drink beers, meet the people, have people buy me beers or drinks or whatever. And, and someone would come up and talk to me and they'd leave. I'm like, is that a guy or girl? And he's like, what do you think? I'm like, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. 
how do they make you feel is the important question. Then I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) He he tried that a whole bunch. Like gay guys are pretty persistent. Uh, There was a few of them that had to say, listen, dude, I am so not that guy. Like if you don't stop, I'm going to have to stop you. And that's what it's like to be a woman, I guess. I guess, yeah. Except he was a little guy and I'm a big guy, so there wasn't really any threat there. It's different than you show up for a steak and lobster meal and the guy's 280 pounds and uh, <laughs> <laughs> bigger than that. You know they can't see your thumb oh, on the microphone. Right, yeah, right? a little higher than <laughs> that, yeah. Higher, yeah. <laughs> and uh, like there's, I've never felt threatened. And, and well, that's not true. There's a little bar in behind detours and I walked in there by accident one time and I'm pretty sure that's where all like, the rapists and, and pedophiles and like really, really creepy people hung out. Cause I was, I don't get nervous. I'm pretty durable guy, pretty good skill set. I went in there and I'm like, Ooh, I don't think I'm in the right place. And I had to back <laughs> out of there. Yeah. Well, you know, there's going to be a, a gradient, I guess, to everything, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm thinking that we know a fair amount more about uh, Ricky Bobby here <laughs> than we did an hour ago. How, uh, how far in are we? We are an hour and 45 minutes. I think we need to take a break because uh, my wife is texting me and my kids need to eat and we're occupying the kitchen. So that's the end of our podcast for tonight. You mean the studio, right? The studio. Studio kitchen. Yeah. Every Table. studio from this point out will be called the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. The kitchen's code. We, we're, we're a very high quality podcast and yeah. we function out of our studios. Studios where my kids need to eat. You need to go home <laughs> that is afforded to you by our luxurious podcast life. We also have a UFC to watch tonight, so. Yes. Which we'll maybe talk about after the Speaking UFC Speaking of or confusing tomorrow. feelings about people touching each other. <laughs> <laughs> and All with right. that, be sure to use code AWKWARD when purchasing at Combat DNA. There we go. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. Good night.